Chapter Seven of the Peril Finders by George Fenn. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Seven. It was not until the doctor rapped sharply at the wooden partition that separated the boys from the men's quarter at the shanty that the murmuring buzz ceased. Look here, you two, he said. If you don't want to sleep, we do. So just be quiet. It's somewhere about one o'clock and when getting up time comes you'll want to sleep all right father said chris in a very wakeful tone we won't talk any more but they did in a whisper for something in the way of recrimination began it was all your fault said ned i wanted to go to sleep hours ago but you would keep beginning again about the bothering old chart oh come i like that replied chris who kept on wondering whether we should meet indians and whether they scalped people now well yes i did say something about that only fancy though how horrid shan't we're to go to sleep i say though ned think we shall really get away from this bothering old hoeing and weeding and killing blight can't think i'm nearly asleep oh what a thumper you're as wide awake as i am snore gammon oh and a sudden jump what's the matter you stuck a pin into my leg must have been a mosquito i'll skeeter you to-morrow morning master chris don't wait do it now you coward you know that if i hit you the doctor would jump up in a rage no he wouldn't because we'd creep out through the open door and go into the shed come on i'm ready i shan't i want to sleep i don't i can't i feel all over of a tingle i should like a set to come on out and then i should like you to ski to me don't be a fool chris let's go to sleep and get ready for to-morrow my word what a day we shall have it seems wonderful i can hardly believe it's true that is said chris for there was an angry rap on the partition given by the doctor who felt as nervously excited as the two boys the final rap brought calm though sending the lads off into a deep sleep which lasted till sunrise when they stepped out of their rough bunks hurried down to the water pool to have a bathe and had just finished bathing when chris caught sight of the tall gaunt figure of the american striding through the bartlett pear plantation cooey cried chris oh there you are young uns came in reply morning well what time will you be ready to start directly after breakfast cried chris packed up your duds no not yet well look sharp all right but if we go but if why we're going i hope so cried ned but i say griggs what are you going to do about your shanty are you going to lock it up and leave the key with the nearest neighbour nonsense i'm going to put together what i want in a mule car ready for hitching the two kickers on and then i'm going to take a hammer and a bag of spikes and nail up the door and window i shall advise your governors to do the same here but of course we shall take no end of things with us said chris you won't my lad we shall load up two or three cars but it will be with meal and tinned meat bacon and ham tea coffee and sugar of course ammunition a few tools a waterproof or two and a tent that's all what about clothes 
oh we shall bring them on our backs it's going to be like marching order i can tell you that won't matter said ned i shall like it i say griggs it will be like one jolly great picnic yes if we keep well and the indians let us alone but shall we meet indians griggs cried chris excitedly not we sooner go miles round but they'll meet us i expect oh said chris thoughtfully but what for to get our mules and carts and all we have with us but what about ourselves oh we're no use to them said the american dryly they'll pitch us aside as so much rubbish if we let them get on cried ned he's talking like that to frighten us but i say griggs what about the gold well what about it if there's tons upon tons of it how are we going to bring it away ah oh, yes i've been thinking about that said the american dryly and i've settled upon this yes what cried the boys eagerly to find it first it's of no use to settle how you'll cook your bird till you've caught it but we couldn't expect the mules to drag tons of metal across the desert oh yes we could easily we might expect a deal more than that but they wouldn't do it get out he's laughing at us ned of course i was here are your governors up yet they weren't when we came out replied chris well i wonder at them i do said griggs sleeping with an idea like this to think about i never had a wink all night saying this is going to be a change from pruning and reading eh oh it's glorious splendid cried the boys is it wait a bit now come on you're dressed enough ain't you yes quite right now then let's go and hunt up the governors i want to know whether they really mean business oh yes they'll go cried chris think so i feel sure of it so do i added ned my father's quite eager to go bah cried griggs i was afraid that after sleeping on it they'd draw back this is good news boys for oh how i tired i am of drudging on here for nothing come on there was not much need for coming on they had not gone halfway to the big shanty before they came suddenly upon the doctor and his two friends who met them with the customary good morning well mr griggs said the doctor you've come to say that the idea of last night is wild and impossible who told you so sir cried the young american no one i only came to that conclusion then you thought wrong sir and perhaps it was what you had made up your mind to yourself oh no griggs we have decided quite the contrary if there is any drawing back it will be on your side that's right then sir when do we start as soon as we have settled our affairs and bought the necessary stores but we shall try and find a purchaser for the plantation of course at a reasonable price said bourne just about the value of what we have put into the place the building and the tools if we wait for that gentleman said griggs we shall never get off but you try yes we will try said the doctor of course it will be amongst the settlers a few miles round this was decided upon and the doctor and bourne rode off that morning making a tour of about thirty miles from plantation to plantation before they returned tired out to the evening meal and found griggs busy with wilton and the boys 
just finishing up the tasks of thoroughly cleaning and oiling the firearms back again then said griggs will you want my hammer and spikes gentlemen your hammer and spikes cried the doctor wonderingly what for to lock up your doors and windows here same as i'm going to do mine oh i see said the doctor yes i expect we shall didn't find no customers then sir customers cried the doctor querulously every one wanted to sell my impression was that not one settler we broached the subject to would have taken our plantation as a gift that's about how it stands sir said griggs they wouldn't why should they it would only make them more work and less profit you do as i do sir i mean as i'm going to do nail up the doors and shutters i don't suppose any one would meddle with the shanty if he did he couldn't take away the land so it would be here all right if you ever came back and wanted it which isn't likely is it not at all said bourne empathetically didn't say you were going gold hunting i suppose sir asked griggs not exactly then someone did ask questions everybody did replied the doctor and i said we were going prospecting oh you might have said the real thing sir they sneer at you as much for one as for t'other but that don't matter i don't know though if they knew as much as we know we should have the whole settlement after us not that i should mind every one i know having a nibble at the yellow cake but where half a dozen people might manage to find enough water fifty folk would die off first and perhaps tell us it was all our fault yes the smaller our party the better i say bourne which means i'd better stop out of it sir said griggs shortly no it does not griggs cried the doctor warmly certainly not added bourne you'll come with us of course well i that'll do griggs no backing out said wilton shortly now then what about stores i promise that two of us decide what money will be necessary and then go over to mainton with two mule carts and spend it on such things as we shall want that will take a week including the obtaining a sufficiency of ammunition which means plenty gentlemen for we might be regularly besieged in our wagon and have to beat the engines off i don't anticipate that replied the doctor calmly while the boys felt their nerves tingle but we will be prepared then we shall come back i mean those who undertake the task will come back and that will be all that is necessary to be done save having one or two good discussions as to the route we shall take then we'll start upon our wild quest wild indeed i'm afraid said bourne nay not it cried griggs we've got plenty of time and plenty of room said wilton laughing to be sure we have continued griggs looky here i've been thinking this little bit of a job over and it seems to me as plain as a b c indeed said the doctor smiling how do you make that out this way we've got the map of the part where it is certainly and all we've got to find out is whereabouts that part lies of course and there lies the difficulty difficulty doctor not it now just look here we've got say three states where it's likely to be say at a guess colorado arizona and new mexico oh yes and california texas 
and you can join old old mexico nay nay the three i said will do for a beginning if neither of them turns out right we'll begin on one of the others say we give two or three years apiece to the first lot with plenty of time as aforesaid then you're going to set aside nine years of our lives to begin with and when they're gone wasted begin another nine years time won't be wasted doctor we shall have found out something or another the question seems to me said bourne is it worth the trouble if we'd got to spend nine more years in making a fortune here doctor we shouldn't think the time too long perhaps not well it wouldn't be in getting the gold even if it took nine years and if we're lucky it mightn't take nine months it's all chance whether we hit on the right trail to begin with or at the last it's a wild and desperate adventure said the doctor sternly and only excusable on the ground that we have wasted years upon this plantation and are now in a desperate state oh don't call it desperate doctor we're going on a job that's going to be full of fun we've only got to hold together pluckily to do it why it's as easy as easy to go and seek blindly through three great states for the spot delineated on this rough map cried bourne we shan't go blindly sir you may depend on that we shall keep our eyes open pretty wide said griggs with a merry look at the boys now look here gentlemen i tell you i've been thinking all this out and it seems to me that we can cut it all down into a small patch how said the doctor by getting rid of all of the outside useless bits of the job i don't understand you cried wilton hard or easy i've made up my mind to see the thing through but just explain a little more what you mean griggs that's right enough sir i will now look here we've got our map or plan whatever you call it yes said bourne it's not very good writing nor yet nicely finished off but to my mind one thing's very clear and it's this wherever the ruined city is it must be somewhere that hasn't been settled by immigrants and ranchers certainly cried the doctor that's clear very well then sir if you think a moment you'll see that you clear away thousands of square miles of settled country at once where we needn't go to look yes he's right there said bourne go on griggs give me time sir well then the only parts we've got to search are those where the country's quite wild and no one been there but indians exactly said the doctor then the parts we have got to search are not so half so big already being only the bad desert lands good cried wilton here's where the map comes in now gentlemen continued briggs what does it say on it what does it show very little replied bourne that's true sir i could make a better map myself but it does show one thing and that is the gold city lies amongst the mountains yes quite true said the doctor then here you are sir if the gold city lies amongst the mountains it can't be any good for us to go hunting for it among the plains of course not there you are then sir look as the proper maps will show you what a big hunch of these three states we're going to search is marked off as priory land to be sure then 
that is as good as half's what we've got to go over again we've got to make for the mountain path always till we find those three sugar-loafy bits the poor fellow marked down why neighbour we're cutting off a lot of pieces that we shan't need to meddle with you see it's coming down and getting less every time we begin to work there's a deal in what you say said the doctor thoughtfully but the country is immense so was the atlantic ocean sir when mr christopher columbus set sail in his ship to find land that was jumping right into the darkness here here cried bourne and wilton together and the boys hammered at the table yes said the doctor more thoughtfully and he had nothing but a kind of faith to work on you are quite right griggs we have some grounds to go upon instead of deep water sir said the american grinning and you being captain of the expedition lee cried Willerton, we'll have a fair better chance of success shall i i don't see why you will because you'll have a smaller crew one that will not rise in mutiny against you and want to go back how do i know that said the doctor dryly because we promise you to a man and boy eh chris ned that we'll stick to you to the end of course cried the boys together while the others said hear hear that's all very well said the doctor dryly we're sitting here comfortably at this table and in this shanty and rough as it is we have found it a comfortable home we've had our evening meal and we're going to lie down for a good night's rest but wait till some day when we're all worn out with hunger and fatigue out perhaps in some thirsty desert without a roof to cover us and surrounded by dangers such as the present time we cannot conceive how will you feel then what will you say then never say die father cried chris britons shall never be slaves cried ned nor yankee doodles neither doctor cried griggs laughing i say we'll all stick to our captain like men said wilton warmly and i that i shall clap you on the shoulder lee and say thank goodness we've fought through our troubles so far and that pleases goodness we'll go on bravely to the end ah oh, exclaimed the doctor uttering a long-drawn sigh yes i find i shall be better off than columbus and i begin to feel that with such help i shall have a much easier task there we'll go our friend griggs has put quite a different complexion on the expedition and i begin to think now that all we have to do is to keep on till we find the ruined city if it exists said bourne if it exists oh it must exist if you can say that of a dead city cried Willerton. the poor fellow we buried may have invented it all being so bent upon his search and gone crazy at last and made up that chart out of his own head no said the doctor thoughtfully i had the advantage of you others in being with him during his last moments and hearing him talk calmly and sensibly to the end he had suffered horribly from fever and doubtless had been delirious again and again but that chart was the work of no madman half an hour's conversation with him satisfied me that he knew perfectly well what he was talking about and after all said and done there was nothing preposterous in what he told me 
we have had proofs enough of there being rich gold-loving nations in north south and central america who built great temples the mexicans the Peruvians, and the nations who have left the huge ruins in jacantum i do not see why there should not be another gold city and temple here here said bourne dryly where in a desert place among the mountains that we are going to find my dear sir said the doctor firmly roared griggs enthusiastically and the boys joined in the tiger as he called it don't say any more doctor he cried that's enough i begin to think you are playing fast and loose and as i said to myself doctor's got too much shilly-shally willy-nilly in him to make a good leader of this expedition but i don't know i can see further than i did and that you've been weighing it all over and looking before you leaped and that's the right way to succeed gentlemen and you two youngsters we've got a grand captain one that can lead us and guide us and cure us and set up when we're down what more can we want we're sure to succeed i won't sell my share now for anything there was a fresh cheer at this and the party broke up to take the necessary rest ned said chris after they'd been in bed a short time we're off yes said ned as Quiggs has it hush or you'll wake my dad end of chapter seven